Hey there, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Know Your Stuff. Um, this week's episode, I would like to talk to everyone about emotions, their influence on our learning, and especially their influences on our memories and how we kind of encode those and take those in. Uh, so first off, we're, we're kind of just getting out of an emotional month, which is October. Uh, October is a spooky month, Halloween. We watch scary movies, we dress up in scary costumes, and they all kind of elicit almost a fear and excitement all at the same time. Um, one example of kind of how that emotional influence affects our learning is we, we grow up and we have this influence of scary things are in the dark, scary things are under your bed where you can't see them. It's kind of that fear of the unknown. So naturally we learn this process of you just watched a scary movie, it's time to wrap up, you grab your blanket, you grab your drink and you're heading upstairs. But to get upstairs, you got to turn off the light. You turn off the light quickly and run up the stairs. Um, rationally, we, we would look at that and say that there's absolutely nothing there. But kind of our emotional response to that is almost like a, a fight or flight. It's There's excitement. There's fear in there. And you want to get up those stairs as quickly as possible because you don't know what's in the dark. Um, emotions. So playing off of that as well, too. Emotions can make memories last a lot longer or be a lot more vivid. If a friend is telling you a story and it's a story you've heard over and over, all they say is, hey, I got um, some fast food, I went home, and I watched a movie. Not too exciting. But if they left out some emotional parts in there, let's say they actually had a very eventful time. They went to go get fast food, but afterwards they witnessed a horrific car accident. Um, they were the first ones on the scene. They had to call 911 and wait for the first responders to be there. They were helping a person out of a car that was unconscious. And then after that, to unwind, after the whole situation had been over, then they went home and saw a movie. If the person had told you, told one person the non-emotional story and the another, another person the emotional story, the likelihood that that was retained is going to be more likely for the emotional side of it. If it's a bland story, it doesn't really stick with us. So you don't have that flashbulb memory where you can relay that information quickly or even possess it for very long. But if there's some emotion tied to it, um, or amygdala gets involved, and then from there the memory is encoded a little bit stronger. On the other side of that, though, is stress hormones can also make it harder to recall um, a memory. Uh, let's say you're under a lot of pressure, like a test, for example, and they're like, okay, you got 10 seconds left, hurry, hurry, hurry. That fear, that excitement, that dread, that stress, it's all building up, and it's going to be a lot harder to recall something from there. Another way that we learn, and this is typical and pretty much, for example, a new job, children growing up, uh, observational learning. So what it is basically is kind of copying or mimicking we see or witness, we have an experience where we see someone do something a certain way, uh, a behavior that is not necessarily rewarded for us. We just know that they did it, and we're likely to copy that uh, since, since seeing it. One example is uh, an experiment with a Bobo clown. So basically, they had a child watch an adult, and some of the adults were aggressive with this Bobo clown, kind of a punching clown, and they were um, attacking it, being really aggressive with their actions. And then they saw what would happen with the, if the children were to witness that and then play on their own. Um, when they witnessed those basically attacks, they would mimic it or 
relay those same attacks to the clown once it was their turn to play. What's kind of interesting about it, though, is usually the children that were provoked would do it. So there was other toys that they could play with, but the researchers, they would remove those toys and say, hey, that's not for you. We're going to let other kids play with that. Then those kids that were provoked tended to be more aggressive. Um, other children that were not provoked, so they were allowed to play with any toy in the room and not just kind of coerced into the Bobo Clown, uh, they were not as aggressive. So what that tells us is sometimes even witnessing those aggress- aggressive behaviors, uh, it could inhibit it um, from somebody seeing it. If you grew up in a mild home, maybe you'd less likely to be um, less aggressive from there as well too. So kind of throughout this whole thing, what we've seen is emotion and memory. It plays a strong role in how we learn. Emotion is always there. It makes us who we are. It makes us human. We have fear, excitement, anger, sadness. Um, and we relay that through either empathy, our actions, and behaviors. Um, and then we, we also recall those memories as well, too. It can make memories stay stronger. It can also inhibit how we recall a memory. Um, so what I encourage you to do is when you're out there at work, at school, doing whatever you're doing on a daily basis, see how emotion kind of affects you, affects your memories, and really be conscious about it. Uh, thanks again. Uh, tune in next week and we'll have another topic. Thank you.